0: This gospel made me remember my first conscious prayer that I ever made in my life. I was in junior high school. It was about 9 o'clock at night, and I just got off the phone with someone I was very close to, someone I liked a lot. And uh, I remember getting on my knees after that, and I asked God, I said, I will be a good man if you let me marry this girl. And just to show you how serious I am, I will begin to pray every single night until you make it happen. And in response to the most heartfelt prayer I've ever offered God, you know what he did? He called me to be a priest. St. <laughs> <laughs> Augustine once said that Christians go to pray not so that we can get what we desire but so that our desires might be transformed to want what God wants for us. Or in the words of Garth Brooks, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. In today's gospel, a blind man approaches Christ and Christ asks him, what is it you want me to do for you? He says, Master, I want to see. And he's healed. And there's two ways that you can interpret this scripture. One is a healing took place. There's a physical healing of a blind man. But on a spiritual level, deeper than that, there's something more. Because physical blindness in the scriptures always relates to a spiritual blindness. That they're not seeing a certain reality. You know, one time, St. Pius, or Pope Pius XII, was in Rome and he was going around greeting people, and a man tried to grab his hand to kiss it, and he kept missing it. And he said, I'm sorry, Holy Father, I'm blind. The Holy Father responded to him, we're all blind, my son, we're all blind. And what is it that blinds us? What we think we want God to do for us. In this regard, we are all blind when we go to pray, because the truth is, we do not know what we really want. We do not know what is best for our life. And today's psalm proclaimed, the Lord has done great things for us. We're filled with joy. And so often, this is interpreted in our lives that I will be as joyful as I get what I want. God does great things for me when He gives me more money. He answers my prayer for a better job. He fixes all my relationships with my spouse and my children or gives me that person I love. Or when He gives me that perfect church community, maybe a different priest at times, you know, or just a better quality of life. We say, if I just get what I want, I will be filled with joy. But true prayer, true encounter with Christ is not about getting what we want. It's about transforming our desires to want the right thing. And that entails suffering. That entails a going out from myself, encountering Christ, and having my vision renewed. And that's kind of what's happening in the psalm here. It says, they go out, they go out sowing tears. They come back rejoicing. And that's kind of how prayer works. We go out with our supplications of what we think we want in our life. And so often, it's that harvesting, that working hard. It's so difficult, and we don't see that we're getting what we desire. But as we come back... After our encounter with God, we have a renewed vision of our own life and our own calling and what it is that God really wanted to give us all our. That's when the harvest comes. You know, in the second reading, it emphasizes the role of a priest and it says, no priest raises himself up to this level. He must be called by God. When God called me to be a priest 10 years ago, in all honesty, I thought it was a death sentence. I thought it was a death to everything I believed I wanted and needed to be happy in life. The psalm's pretty funny. We were like men dreaming, it says. Our mouth was filled with laughter. One of the worst things about going to seminary, all my friends and I have this in common the worst part was going to sleep. Because when you went to sleep, you had no control over what you were going to dream. And most of the time, you would dream that you were back home, that you got what you wanted in life. You were doing things your own way. You were following your desires. And then you wake up at 5.30 in the morning with the bells going off and seminarians running all over the place. You have 15 minutes to get to the chapel. I was like a man dreaming and my mouth was not filled with laughter at that time, I promise you. But the the most beautiful thing in my life right now is that I still have those same dreams now. I still dream sometimes that God answered my prayer and I got my life the way I wanted it to be. My desires were satisfied. And I wake up in the morning almost in a cold sweat, so afraid that it was true. And when I realize who I am and where I am and what I am, a Catholic priest, my whole being cries out, the Lord has done great things for me. I am filled with joy. The greatest thing that God ever did in my life was to not answer my prayer for what I thought I needed and wanted to make me happy. Like Bartimaeus I was blind, blind to the desire of the right thing. But now I see, I see that there is no other life I could ever dream of. would be better than being a priest. But before I could see that, I had to suffer the transformation of my desires in my encounter with Christ in prayer. And that's the drama with every human being. Taking what I want in my blindness, approaching Christ, and receiving a new vision. That's why to see really means to desire the right thing. Because our desires are always changing. Even when we get what we think we want, afterwards we say, well... It's got to be something else. It's got to be something more. There's remind me there's a short story. There was a contest for who could write the best best short story, most profound story in five words or less. And the woman who won it wrote wanted him. Got him. Shoot. Often our desires are constantly changing, especially after we get that which we think we wanted. That's why I always tell people to be afraid when they say, oh, it'd be nice if you were a priest at our parish. I was like, very careful what you wish for. (laughs) To see is to desire the right thing. And in the end, what it means to desire the right thing for us is to desire only one thing, and that's Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the one thing that never changes. Jesus Christ is the one thing that you can desire and you can love. And when you receive him, no matter where you are or what you're going through, it's always good. And it only gets deeper. That never changes. At the end of the gospel, Christ said to Bartimaeus, go your way. Go your way. Your faith has saved you. And then it says, Immediately he received his sight, and he followed him on the way. In other words, he left his own way. God's way became Bartimaeus's way. He was no longer seeking what he wanted, his way, his will he only wanted Jesus Christ and he followed Jesus Christ. At the end of his life, St. Thomas Aquinas, he's perhaps one of the greatest theologians and philosophers in the history of the church, wrote more than anybody else. But at the end of his life, he had a vision of Christ just years before he died. And Christ appeared to him and said, Thomas, you have written well of me. What do you want me to do for you? What can I give you? After seeing Christ in this vision, Thomas said, Nothing. Nothing except you, O Lord. And after that, he never wrote another word for the rest of his life. He said, after seeing Jesus Christ, everything he ever wrote was straw. Well, that's what it is with our desires. After we see Jesus Christ... All of our other desires, we come to understand is straw. And all we want is to follow him on his way, wherever he's going. So whatever you're struggling through, whatever you're praying for, whatever you're hoping for at this time, whatever you're fighting with, whatever you're sowing in tears, whatever you think you need to be happy in your life right now, Like Bartimaeus, as you come forward to encounter Christ in the Holy Eucharist, just like him, I invite you to surrender it to him and say with Bartimaeus, Lord, I want to see, I want to see you. I desire you. You're enough. Seek him. Find Him and in His arms you will find everything you could have ever hoped you could find in your life. And when you see Him coming to you in the Holy Eucharist, you will be able to cry out with the psalmist as you receive His body and blood into your own flesh. The Lord has done great things for me. I am filled with joy. Because Christ, I am filled with you. And there is absolutely nothing else I desire in this life except for you.